This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Heinz Mayonnaise. And you may forget what happened three seasons ago on that show everyone's talking about, you know, the one with that chair made of metal. But you'll never forget a delicious BLT made with unforgettably creamy Heinz mayonnaise. Or you can slather it onto a mouthwatering turkey club, mix it into a luscious garlic aioli, or layer it on a thick cheddar cheeseburger. You will be telling everyone just how good that mayonnaise is. So try something new. Try something unforgettably creamy. Heinz mayonnaise. And don't forget the new Heinz mashups. Mayo chup, mayo q, mayo must, and cranch. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today's episode is, well, you know, it's not really, we're not going to be eating anything. Nope, nothing yeah. at all. Um, we're going to be talking about washing dishes. Yes, and this was suggested by wife of the show, Lori. Also known as Watsel. Yes. Matthew has been sending me texts um, in, in which he refers to Lori as W-O-T-S-L, Watsel. Anyway, so thanks for suggesting this, Lori. We're yes. gonna We're going to see if you like what we have to say about washing dishes. So let's go down memory lane. Did, did you have any dishwashing responsibilities or like exposure to ideas? ideas about how it should and should not be done as a kid. Here here are a variety of of memories, okay? Okay. So I think my earliest memory having to do with dishwashing is that my parents used to get palm olive dish soap and it was bright green. Mine did too. Yeah, my parents- And I remember the commercials. Oh, I did too. You're soaking in it. Yes. Um, Anyway, so we had palm olive dish soap and it was bright green. um, And I remember- Um, we had a dishwasher in my earliest childhood home and I do remember at a certain point being, I don't know how old I was, but I remember my mother teaching me to clear my dishes from the table and bring them over to the sink, rinse them and put them in the dishwasher. Okay. And my dad was always sort of the dishwasher organizing fiend in our household. Yes. He would come along and rearrange all the dishes so as I don't even know if it was so much to fit 
the the greatest number of dishes in there or if it was like some some sort of middle goal like to fit yes, a lot of dishes but in also there make sure they all get hit yes. with the spray yes so ash is now the um the the dish so i think like I always thought that I was very organized in my marriage. Yeah. Like I was, I was the organized one. I was the one who was, you know, always cracking the whip about that kind of stuff. Sure. And cracking the dish and cracking the dish. No, Ash is the organized one in my current partnership. And whoa, is she fanatical about the dishwasher, but you know, it's kind of like, it doesn't make sense to me. She puts, she puts stuff like oh, I, I wow. don't really You're like. You're really putting her on blast here. I am putting her on blast. No, like sometimes she takes things that are really lightweight, like one of those little like deli containers, sure. those little plastic yep. deli containers. I always put those on the rack with the um, the glasses. The top rack. The top rack. Yeah, she will sometimes move those down to the bottom, where I am positive they are just going to get like kicked around. And usually, of course, they like fly around. They land and upside they're, down. They're they close collect to the heating water. Element. Oh, there's a heating element down there? Well, it depends on the dishwasher model. Like a cheaper dishwasher. Uh, one of the things I learned in my research is apparently in Europe, most dishwashers do not have an exposed heating element, but most American ones do. Our dishwasher is relatively cheap. It has a heating element on the bottom, just like our oven, basically. Really? I'll have to look at mine. And years ago, one time, a plastic container fell onto the heating element and melted, and it smelled terrible for days. Oh, gosh. I, I, wow. I can't wait to get home and look at my dishwasher. I can't wait either. Why do you leave now? I'm not done with memory. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, my dad was the, the dishwashing, the, the dishwasher organizer. I remember the first boyfriend I ever lived with. Mm -hmm. He was a terrible dishwasher. <sighs> Oh, do you, can I tell you about how please. he was a terrible dishwasher? I, I'm very excited. Okay. He would... And and he would frequently, you know, to his credit, he would frequently volunteer for dishwashing because I was doing most of the cooking. He, I was a much more like confident cook sure. than he was. So to his credit, he would volunteer for the dishwashing. But it would have almost been better if he didn't. Because here is the thing. He would, I think this was in an effort to conserve water. He would turn the water on to a tiny trickle. Uh-huh. Like a trickle, like as wide as like. I've like seen my, this before. Like my child's pinky finger. Yes. Like a trickle of water like that. Okay. And then. Like, he, a, like a peeing statue. Like a peeing statue. And he couldn't, he, he also didn't put enough soap on the sponge. So like there was never like foaming situation on the sponge. Yeah. And then he would kind of wipe at the dish with the not very soapy sponge and hold it under this trickle of water. And then he'd put it in the dish this trainer. This is so excruciating even to hear about. It was infuriating. And I knew, you know, like you're supposed to like, you're supposed to be, you're yes. supposed to be good giving and game <laughs> about other people's dishwashing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, isn't that what Dan Savage was talking that's, about? Yes, that's what he, that's what he always says. Anyway. But you're but also supposed to tell people like what works for you I tried to in tell terms him. of dishwashing. I tried to tell him, and this was sort of a fatal flaw in our relationship, is that- Like I would need you to scrub harder. Both of us were really bad at receiving criticism. Yeah. And I will freely admit I was the more critical one. And he did not take it well. And so we both lived in this perpetually frustrated state where, like, there were constantly things crusted onto our dishes. And yet he hated me trying to correct his dishwashing. Oh, wow. It was now, very stressful. Okay. Th I think this episode is just going to be all over the place because it seems like part of the blame here should be leveled at the dishwasher itself for not 
being. No, no. He this would be when he would wash dishes by hand. Oh, never mind. So I always wash. You know, all my wooden, all my wooden implements by hand. I wash my knives yep. by hand, and I also wash all of my pots and pans by Same hand. Here. So pretty much the only things that go in the dishwasher are like the actual things we eat off of. Yeah. So plates, silverware. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like some some storage containers. I yes, put in the top I do shelf. Too. Yeah, that's kind of it. So with every meal, there bowls. Oh, didn't mention bowls. Sorry, bowls. But with every meal, there's like there's some things that need to be rinsed to go in the dishwasher and some things that with need every to be washed meal, by hand. There are some things that need to be rinsed. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, we were doomed to failure. Yeah, I hear you. That I mean, that kind of thing can really drive a wedge. I'm not I'm not joking. It's am- right? it's amazing how irritating it is and how hard it is to get over it after an extended period of time, especially if you can't talk about it. Right, exactly. A- Ash and I annoy each other all the time. And in fact, we've taken to amplifying the annoyance. Have I, t- have I told you this? <laughs> no, like, I don't think so. <laughs> um, sometimes when one or the other of us, like, let, let's say that. Oh, oh, wait, is this the, the uh, voice parodies? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, she'll ask me to take out the compost, or I'll ask her to take out the compost, and she'll go, when are you taking the compost? <laughs> if it works for you. It really breaks the ice. Yeah, I hear you. But anyway, we're able to, like, talk through our differences much better. So let me go down memory lane. Okay. I moved to, my family moved to a new house uh, when I was 11. And that was when we had our first dishwasher, I believe. And I was given the job of emptying the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. Um, I, That's the worst job. Yeah. I still hate it. It's a terrible I it job. I don't get why it's a bad job. Nothing inherently about it seems like it would be. <sighs> I think for me, it's a bad job because my dishwasher is not very good at drying things. Sure. And so everything is always like still wet. And then I feel bad about putting it away wet. Like something's going to happen. Like it, that's where the expression road hard and put away wet comes from. <laughs> exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Go um, on. And so now, of course, I make a teenager of the show, Iris, empty the dishwasher. It's a rite it's, of passage. It's great. Yep. So let's go back to hand washing because I, I have a lot of questions about like how you like to hand wash dishes. Okay. Because okay. I feel like the way I do it is maybe not the most popular way, but I'm not sure. Okay. So you want me to tell you how I do it? Yeah. Tell me how you do it first. Okay. So oh, say you've got like a, the, a sink full of uh, some like pots and pans and yeah stuff. So I will. Uh, I'll open up the dishwasher next to me. Yeah. Okay. I will turn on the water. I usually turn it on to hot until it gets too hot. Then I make it, then I add some cold water, make it warm. I like a sponge that is, you know, soft on one side and scrubby on the other. Yep, but I like the like the blue kind. That's I like not, the blue not kind too scrubby to be used on a nonstick surface. Exactly, that's yeah. what I use too. And um, I like dish soap in like a pump style top. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that you can just reach over and like pump it, hold the sponge under the pump. I need to try that because I I have the just the just buy the bottle and and eventually get to the point where you have to turn it over and wait several minutes. I've been using method for a little while and I really okay. I like the pump and I like the product but okay. anyway I need to get more pump action into my life is what I'm saying wow 
Cool. Anyway, uh, I'm just going to leave that there. So um, I, I get the water going. And, and I must also say, I probably use more water in this process than I need yep, to. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I get everything. I, I pick up the first thing. I rinse it off. I will usually... So here's something I don't like. I don't like using the sponge to... I, I don't like getting chunky stuff stuck on my no, sponge. No, me neither. So I would rather use my fingers. We are so on the same wavelength here. I would rather use my fingers to scrub off. Me too. Like, for instance, last night, um, we had some like soft cheese that was stuck on a cutting board. No way was I going to touch the sponge to this like smear of creamy cheese. Yeah, cheese and eggs yeah. and like, well, you gotta, dough are the worst things. I will, especially if I've got something like that I'm going to wash, I will run hot water in it, let it sit for at least five minutes, and then yeah. go after it with my fingers. Do you use a separate... And then scrubbing the device no. along with the sponge. I like the the SOS scrubbing pad. The uh, it's also blue and nonstick safe. So, but it's like a uh, kind of like half the size of a piece of eight and a half by eleven paper. So mm-hmm. like um so like a big biggish rectangle that's flat and you can and it's pretty durable. Mm, okay. So you can I like kind of get it over your whole palm and scrub with it. Oh, I have not used that. It has the same problem of things sticking to it and then it gets yeah, gross and gross. you have to throw it away. So I still like try and keep it not use it to scrub certain things, which sort of defeats the purpose, but well, so I um, I put a pump of soap on the sponge. I get the sponge wet, and then I squeeze it a bunch, so it gets uh-huh. really foamy. Yeah. Okay, and then I use the sponge. And um, I believe that, uh, especially when you are cleaning like a skillet or a saucepan, um, all sides of it need to get cleaned, not just the inside. You I cannot agree. ignore the backs of pans. A lot of people ignore the backs of pans. I am guilty of sometimes not getting into corners as well as I should, especially of like baking pans uh, like a brownie pan that's yeah. tricky something with like a squared off corner or like the uh the half sheet pan that i use for bacon always has like at least a little bit of bacon grease in the corners <laughs> gross yeah it's cool anyway and then i i rinse um seasoning i have a, a dish drainer next to the sink and i let stuff dry there um i i rinse everything really well before it goes in the dishwasher like I want it to look clean before it goes in the dishwasher which I think means I have a bad dishwasher because if I don't do that shit is stuck on there have you we'll definitely get back to that have you ever seen this I, this just came to mind p- either seen pictures of or encountered in real life the I think it's Scandinavian um, like dish drainer that's like a cabinet above the sink and like you finish washing your dishes and you put them into this cabinet above that drains into the sink no it's cool oh, that sounds exciting yeah um, do you, so here's something that really bothers me. I don't like it when people leave the sponge in the sink. Yeah. Because I, I don't feel strongly about that, but I usually put it on the edge of the sink. I mean, I know that the sponge is just filled with bacteria yeah. and, and everything is filled with bacteria. I, I, like even the, the water that I'm using to clean my, my stuff is, is filled with bacteria from the, the pipe and the inside of the faucet. And I don't think the water coming out of your faucet is supposed to be filled with bacteria. Well, but did you listen to, there was this, no, no, but hold on. There was this incredible, um, it was in the last six to eight months on Fresh Air. Uh, Terry Gross interviewed a guy who was a specialist on, or he he was really interested in studying microbes in our homes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I don't like where this is going. And he Is this going to be like the time you you told me about the bugs that are going to eat my house? Uh, a little okay, bit. Okay, great. Only so, smaller, invisible bugs so that are going to eat my house. So he talked about the, de- the degree to which microbes are in places that we just don't imagine they would be, like the inside of our shower head. So the water great. that's coming through the cool. shower head awesome. and then raining down yeah. on us is, is filled with bacteria yeah, cool. from the shower head. 
Um, and I think he said in many ways that, and this was surprising, I think he said that metal shower heads are actually a worse offender than plastic ones. Great. Anyway, That's what so, I got. So this is what... Do I? I don't know. Well, so, you know, you figure the spigot of your... Yeah, you're right. The spigot of your faucet, like that, you know, that plate is filled with bacteria as the water flows through it. Surely it gets all over your stuff. Kohler wouldn't let me down. Price Fister wouldn't let me down like (laughs) that. Price Fister would never do that. Anyway, um, I know that everything is teeming with bacteria, but I want, when I'm done with with washing my dishes, I squeeze the sponge out so there's not excess water, Mm -hmm. and I put it in like a special sponge holder on it, like, so it's standing on its side and Uh air can get at it on the ledge of the sink. Which which has a a terrific uh, placebo effect. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, but... It just seems so gross to pick up a sponge that's like been been bathing in like yeah, old, right. old food junk. Do you wear gloves when you're washing? No. I don't either. Because because I use palm olive and it's naturally like, moisturizing. I, feel, I don't actually I, I use palm olive. I feel like my hands sweat in like in gloves like that. Yeah, like and the, the, the yellow gloves. Feel, then I just feel disgusting every time I put them on. I've been hearing about like Korean kitchen gloves and everyone should try them, but I haven't yet. Are they like like Korean like face products, like masks and stuff like that? Like in, maybe in maybe what way? well like, maybe it's like a mask for my hands that's actually yeah, going to make hand mask. my hand skin improve while Probably. I'm washing dishes. That sounds pretty cool. Like so, basically, you put on the, the gloves and there's and there's like nutritive <laughs> slime inside. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, um, okay, so I do pretty much the same as you. Like I think I use too much water. I have never been able to feel right about the like fill the the sink with soapy water method i don't like that i can't keep track of what which things i've already scrubbed and not and and not i also think in order to like well i don't have a two compartment sink no i don't either neither do you so if i had that then maybe what would be the utility for me with a one compartment sink of filling the entire sink with water well you could give your pot-bellied pig a bubble bath but other than that mm. probably nothing i mean it, maybe it uses less water our listeners are going to think that i actually have a pot-bellied pig since we just let that that go let's let's let the fantasy roll on <laughs> let's let's okay. let's oink, oink away no, but even even really, if we had a two compartment sink, it's just one letter difference between sink and oink is what I'm but saying. But hold on, hold on. So would I fill the side that's dirty with water, mm-hmm. and then the other side? Where do I soap the Where do I soap the dishes, and then where do I rinse them? So you, how does that work? I I'm realizing I'm trying to describe a thing that millions of I was going to say millions of our listeners. God, I wish um, <laughs> that millions of people do literally every day. And I don't I d- exactly I don't, know how it works. I don't know either. So do you fill both sides with water? I think you fill one side. And I think people that, do this with single compartments also. So the, it's the soaking. So like you, you kind of you pick one up out of the soapy soup and you and you scrub it with with the sponge and you rinse it and you set it in the other side or into the dishwasher. I would be really curious about whether this uses more or less water or the same amount as doing what you and I do. Yeah, but I think also sometimes people, if you have a one compartment sink, you just like have like have the dirty ones, the ones you haven't scrubbed yet kind of on one side and you're like scrubbing them to get like the chunks off and then uh, and then do you, rinsing them do you and putting soap them into up, the... Do you soap up all of them and then rinse all of them? Or, no. Yeah, I soap and I rinse. I go one at a time. A, yeah. 
Okay. And I always, like uh, you mentioned, I, I didn't realize until I was like doing a little research for this episode, and we'll link to an article on Food 52, that people have very strong feelings about like, do you put the soap on first or do you wet the sponge first? And then how much do you wring the sponge out before you start scrubbing? Mm. So I I want the sponge to be wet. Mm-hmm. I'll put the soap on. I'll run a little water over the I'm soap. Right there with you so far. But I don't care actually about, about squeezing it out after that. I I'll, squeeze go, I'll it, just start scrubbing. I squeeze it out just a little bit, but mm-hmm. if you squeeze it out too much, the soap doesn't foam properly. That's well. I mean, you don't want to squeeze out all the soap you just put in. Well, and you don't want to squeeze out all the water because the it, the soap needs the water to foam. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what? Okay, this this reminds me. This is not specifically about dishwashing. Maybe we talked about this before, but I I had this happen to be like in a big way the other day, and it was gross. So pump foaming hand soap I has gotten like very popular. I'm fine with it. I'm also fine with non-foaming pump hand soap. Here's my problem. I've gotten so used to the pump, the foaming soap Mm -hmm. that when I am in like a public bathroom that I want to get out of as soon as possible and they have the non-foaming soap, I don't rinse my hands long enough because I rinse them like a, a light foaming soap amount of time and I leave the bathroom with like a coating of soap, especially like between what, my fingers is, and it's so gross. I've never <laughs> thought of this. What is the idea behind foaming soap? Do you use less of it then? Because it's... Um, it's that's possible. it's had air injected into it and like... It, I mean, I think it was probably initially devised just as a way to get people to buy a new thing. Okay. Huh. I mean, it is cool. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, Matthew, what are your what are your like least favorite things to wash? Okay, so definitely we already talked about like things with with like cooked on egg or cheese or or dough, not cooked on dough, but um, so you know, things things that'll gunk up the sponge. It's you know what I love having for these occasions is like a a bench scraper or a dough scraper, like yes. a plastic. Scraper. Oh, like like a plastic one that you can use in a bowl. Yes. Oh, I don't have that. I need to get that. I have like the kind the the stiff, rigid kind. Well, and I use that sometimes on like a it's a metal bench scraper. I use that sometimes on sheet pans, like on something metal. Okay. Uh, it sounds like it would could make like a terrible scraping noise. No, it's not bad. Okay. Like when I when I make cacio e pepe, um, that. I fucking that, hate cleaning up well, after here, that. Here, okay. okay, here is my solution because I probably make that like once every 10 days or two weeks. I make the final dish in a like a 12-inch saute pan. Okay. So it's got a flat bottom yeah. and sides and it's, um, it's a stainless pan, right? So I'm not worried about scratching the finish off. Then I, I run a little bit of water in it. And then with it sitting in the bottom of the sink, I take my bench scraper. And this is one of those like metal ones that's okay. straight across. Yeah, I, got I take that. the bench scraper and I just sweep it along the bottom and scrape all the cheese off using that nice warm water. This might be the greatest thing you've ever told me. Yeah. And then but, you know, you're still dealing with the stuff on the sides. I think this is where I, I you know, where you need a um, like a plastic bowl scraper. This is why. You're my friend. It's for the. That's why I keep you around. It's for the. No, the, I mean, cacio e pepe is really. Yes, the really thing the I make worst. is uh, pretty much the same thing. Um, it's uh, Salerno style spaghetti um, where uh, that's topped with a fried egg and a bunch of breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but like the the sauce is is you know olive oil and Parmesan cheese. Oh yeah, it's gross. And, and uh, pasta <clears> cooking <throat> water 
and so it sticky. sticks to everything. Well, the key is you've got to use a, a skillet that's got a flat bottom, like okay. a, like a, a straight sided saute pan. Mm-hmm. So unless you have one of those plastic you keep saying bowl flat scrapers, bottom, and I keep wanting to jump in, and like nah. Well, I mean, unless you have one of those plastic bowl scrapers, right? But uh, I, I recently lost mine, okay. so I only have. If my only there one. was a way to get another. <laughs> I know. Anyway, but um, that used to be my least favorite thing to wash. And, and now that I'm bench scraping it, it's fine. Okay. All right. I'm going to try this. Don't bench Maybe scrape today. a nonstick pan, obviously. No. no. <laughs> Do you use scented or unscented soap? And is there a scent that you prefer? I use scented. And um, there's some scents that I really like in the beginning. Like for a while I was using Joy dish soap? Sure. The, it's, it's classic. It's yellow, right? It's the best dish soap for making um, homemade bubble solution for blowing bubbles. Oh, really? Yeah. I was using it and I really liked the smell of it. And then over time, I noticed that somehow it, it like I started to associate the smell with like a mildew smell. Like, I don't know if it made oh. the sponge smell mildewy, but like it's something I, I don't notice with other dish soaps and I had to get rid of it. Like, oh, we talked about this when Every it time I was washing dishes, I felt like I smelled mildew. I had um, a dispenser, a built-in dispenser. This is why I don't have a pump pump action system. I had a built I have a built-in dispenser in my sink. Uh-huh. And I filled it with some shitty store brand, not that store brand is bad. I buy store brand all the time, but some shitty um, uh, soap, like hand soap that uh, was like kind of like one of the creamy ones that was like oh, fruit yeah. scented. Oh. And it went, it rotted in, in the thing. Yeah. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Like oh, why God. every time I washed my hands, oh. I, I like felt like I had puked. Um, <laughs> and like, finally I like, you know, unscrewed this thing and like sniffed at it. And like, you know, when I, when I was revived by the paramedics hours later, <laughs> I threw it out and then put a little cap over the pump thing. So yeah. I would never be tempted to use it again. I, yeah, I can't use joy dish soap anymore. It like yeah. it, for some reason I associate it with mildew smell. So yeah, I so, like, I like unscented. I, I got the seventh generation. I've been using, I, I sometimes use seventh generation the past like three or four times I've bought method and they have like someone that's called like sea minerals or something. Oh, sea minerals. <laughs> that and it just smells means nothing. It just like smells it. clean. Yeah. Okay. How fastidious are you about getting the dishes done in the sense, like, does it bug you if if there are dirty dishes sitting around, like, at bedtime? I have changed a lot on this topic over my relatively medium length lifetime. Um, I So I used to feel pretty, like, anal retentive about this. And, like, I, I really liked to have the dishes done before bed. Now, I I would say for the past few years, um, I would say in the time since I got separated and then entered into a different relationship, mm-hmm. in, in that whole period of time- It sounds like you were like cleaved in two. I was. I have- um, <laughs> I have gotten like much more relaxed about a lot of stuff. Like That's cool. kind of the minute I think I think can I be a little bit like um psychology here for a mm-hmm. second? Yeah. I think that I feel much more relaxed about doing dishes when I know that the other person in the house is com- as committed to doing them as I am. Wow, that's not only like psychology but there is also some subtweeting going on. Subtweeting. 
Uh, subtweeting is when you diss someone without mentioning their name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no, um, now it's no, now it's yeah, uh, uh, now it's super uh, tweeting. <laughs> anyway, no, Brandon is just not a very tidy person, and he was not a dish doer. And anyway, so I felt like I had to get everything done all the time and right away. And that is not my situation now. And so therefore, I feel like very free to leave dishes around because okay. I because I know that like. I will get to them or Ash will get to them or we'll discuss it and decide who gets like it just feels much. I just I give fewer fucks. So, okay, that's interesting. So I definitely I have not mellowed out at all in my old age. Um, I still do not like to go to bed without having all the dishes done. And if I can like if the dishwasher is running, that's fine. But I even prefer it like if I can empty the dishwasher before bed. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so here, here. Okay. So when I'm working at home during the day, I usually work at home. Mm -hmm. I let my dishes pile up in the sink all day. Yeah. And then usually while I'm cooking dinner, I will rinse those dishes and move them into the dishwasher. Yeah, it's a good system. And then uh, usually I'm cooking most of dinner and Ash usually does the dishes. She loads up the dishwasher and then we let it run while we're sleeping. Or sometimes we let pans like soak overnight. Last week we went to uh, like a like a nacho party. That sounds great. Oh my gosh, Matthew, hold on, I, wait, get wait, this. Wait, wait, here was the deal. There was a nacho party, and you didn't get me an invite I'm to sorry. the nacho party. So our friends who threw this party, they happen to they live in this. Like, Let's be real. I wasn't going to go to a party, but I want to be invited <laughs> to the nacho party. Okay, hold on. So our friends who threw this party, they live in this house. Um, the from nacho fifties, whose kitchen really has not been renovated, mm-hmm. and it has. Two ovens, and neither of them are very like. Both of them are from the fifties. They both, both, they both get of, cold instead of hot. Yeah, they both are not so great, but they have they have two ovens. And anyway, which is more than I have. I yeah. have one oven. Anyway, they invited all of us over. One is the one that you put the soap and water in, <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah, they invited all of us over. And here's the thing: we were to bring our own sheet pan. Okay. Okay, and a beverage. And if we wanted, like, that is not the ingredients for nachos. And if we wanted, like, some sort of special nacho topping, okay, they provided everything else, okay, the chips and all the basic toppings. They had both of the ovens preheated. That and sounds it, great. It went really well. They had like a whole bunch of sort of cutting boards set out like as trivets. So you would take your hot sheet pan and put it on like a wooden cutting board and carry it to wherever you were going. Oh, I like this. It was amazing. But anyway, so yeah, Ash- was, and then I, as you were saying that, I'm like, why did why did Molly bring up this nacho party? Was well, it just to make me jealous? Uh, no. So what I was going to say is that at the end of the night, we came home with our sheet pan that we had made our nachos on, and we brought it home dirty because it just seemed easier oh. than trying to wash it there. Well, we both we got home and we both looked at it and we were like. No way are we cleaning this right now. Sure. Like it, the pan needed to be scraped with the bench scraper. It had like cheese baked onto it. So we just left it on the counter overnight, like with baked on nachos all over it. Would this have just killed you? The no, next morning we dealt with it. I but. think I would have been okay with it. I, I, here's, here's the thing I was thinking is like, maybe I would have brought some parchment sheets. <laughs> so, so. You can peel the notches off those more easily. And yeah, it, I, I mean, know the what pan you're would still saying. be greasy, but you wouldn't have to scrape it necessarily. Yeah. But like, would I show up at, at someone else's house with parchment sheets? That would be kind of presumptuous. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, um, but yeah, yeah. So you're you're still a real stickler for getting the dishes done. Yeah, and I enjoy washing dishes. I get to listen to a podcast and zone out. 
when wife of the show Lori does dishes, which she does do sometimes, like I always feel a little guilty about it because it's not like I'm contributing a lot to the household and like doing the dishes is something concrete I can point to. You contribute a lot to the household, but Matthew, God, can I just take a moment and say what an exceptional straight man you are? Yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> no, I, I, wasn't, I just I wasn't, love, I love that you're worried about this stuff. I realize, I realize now I was not trying to like make myself sound great. But I did. You did. <laughs> no, but seriously, I think that um, I, I think that like uh, in my experience of heteronormative marriage and, 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 yeah, uh-huh. and in most of my friends experience, the men are not super worried about whether or not they're contributing a lot to their domestic lives. Hmm. Gosh, I'm really throwing people under the buses yeah, left and right uh-huh. here. But you, no, you have I, I a think... large fleet of buses. <laughs> I didn't realize this. <laughs> no, but anyway, I just think that, you know, we all, no matter our gender, we should all be yes, contributing absolutely. to like the maintenance of our households and the people who live in them. Do you have any double decker buses? That's my favorite kind. <laughs> That's the kind I'd like you to throw me under. Okay. All right. This episode was brought to you by Heinz Mayonnaise, which transforms ordinary foods into an unforgettably creamy experience. So leave the boring old blah mayo on the shelf where it belongs and make your next tuna salad experience an unforgettably creamy one with Heinz Mayonnaise. Try something new. Try unforgettably creamy Heinz Mayonnaise and the new Heinz mashups. We're talking mayo chup, mayo Q, mayo must, and of course, cranch. Okay, should we talk dishwashers and dishwasher strategies? This is, should we split this into two episodes? Because we've already gone like 32 minutes. Oh, maybe. So here, should we just stop it right here and be like, sorry, folks. We'll come back later and talk about dishwashers. This is is maybe the the biggest cliffhanger that we've ever thrown out there. So should we, uh, I guess we should say this has been our Hand, hand washing, washing dishes. Episode. No, not hand. Yeah, hand washing dishes <laughs> episode. <laughs> we'll do a separate episode just about washing your hands. <laughs> Although we did talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, do we um, have enough about dishwashers to fill an episode? I think that is oh, our we challenge. Tot- we okay, totally good. do. Yeah. We totally do. I, yeah, I feel like I have a lot. And we did talk about dishwashers a little on this episode. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no, no we've I'm got excited a lot. Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're gonna check out right about now. You can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com <laughs> and at facebook.com/slash spilledmilkpodcast, where you know we want to hear your answers. Like you know what what does it drive you nuts to have to clean off of a pan? Uh, you know, what, uh, do you use a dish soap that has an intriguing scent? How do you feel about leaving the dishes like overnight? You know, do you feel like you need to get it all done before bed? Do you, have you changed on this over your lifetime? Yep. Our Instagram is at Spilled Milk Podcast. Our producer is Abby Circatella. I realize I just made producer Abby sound like, uh, she's like on the same level as a social media service, which I did not intend. (laughs) Um... And uh, until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I was going to say something about my fleet of buses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Be careful out there, people. Molly's fleet of buses is on the road. (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton.
this is our sex. No, in fact, this in is fact, our, laughing our, is bad. This is our sex positive music negative website. That's right. I mean, podcast. No, it's now a website. <laughs> right? Isn't that what we are? Sex positive music negative? That's right. I don't, I still don't remember why. I don't, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a while ago. It was a couple of years yeah. ago. Okay. Anyway. This episode is brought to you by Town Place Suites by Marriott. Whether you're traveling for work or just enjoying a relaxing week away, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the comforts of home. Yeah, and if you're a spilled milk listener, we bet that sometimes you want to cook when you travel. And Town Place Suites by Marriott has a Weber grill on the patio. They've got a microwave, dishwasher, stovetop, full-size refrigerator. You are good to go. In other words, Town Place Suites by Marriott has all the amenities you need to feel at home during your stay. Find the comforts of home at Town Place Suites. Go there with Marriott Bonvoy. 